The 801 mentality, it's all about pushing beyond your comfort zone and inspiring others to do the same. My name is Michael Sorrell, award-winning personal trainer, community leader, owner of Michael Sorrell Fitness Studio in Whittier, California, founder and host of the 801 Mentality Podcast. One of the great things about a fitness journey is taking that first step. Whether you could do 100 push-ups or one push-up, people will continue to encourage you. We inspire each other. How's everybody doing? Mike Sorrell here, host of the 801 Mentality Podcast. We are celebrating our first ever episode of our podcast. I wanted to create this podcast to inspire and educate and motivate each of us to live a better, stronger, more fulfilled life. A lot of people are struggling nowadays the last couple of years especially, and we want to just up, uplift those people and inspire those people to basically just live a better life, push through the hardships, push through the obstacles that life throws at us. The 801 mentality, it's all about pushing beyond your comfort zone and inspiring others to do the same. And our first ever guest is Christina Sanchez. Christina, say hello. Hello. <laughs> I like that. So Christi a little background about Christina. She joined MSF about 13 months ago, and she's been kicking butt ever since. She's lost 62 pounds, and what I love about her story is I've seen it. She's part of our 5 a.m. class, 5 a.m. morning crew. She comes to boot camp on Saturdays, and she does our rucking on Sundays. I've seen it. I've seen it all ever since from the beginning, how she was always pushing herself, wanting to improve. And fast forward to 13 months later, she's, she's done really well. So... It's a great opportunity to interview her and hear her story, but also inspire each of us to continue to push to become a better person inside and out. So, Christina, tell us a little bit about how you, how you joined MSF, where you heard about us, and so forth. Um, I started MFS on November of 2020. And um, I uh, learned about you by um, through Instagram. How I got a hold of your account, I'm not sure. I started following you. For a year and a half, I watched. I kept saying I'm going to come, and I didn't do it. Finally, in the end of October of 2020, you had a class for self-defense. I said, that's my chance to go and look, try it out. As soon as I walked in, I just loved the atmosphere, the attitude. And at, since that day, I haven't looked back. Yeah, I, I still remember that class. You brought your son with you. And it was an awesome class, a lot of energy. And I remember talking to you after class and you said, hey, I want to I wanna try your boot camp. And I said, let's do it. I think it's, it's one of the great things about 
a fitness journey is taking that first step. So let me ask you this. How long did it take you to think about joining even just the self-defense class? Were you, did you, were you hesitant? On that, I did not. No. Okay, I, good. I, as soon as I saw it, I said, that's my opportunity to go in. So that's, I um, text my son, asked him, hey, I'm going to join a, a self-defense class. Do you want to go with me? He's the one that was kind of hesitated. When I got home that night, he said, yes, I want to go ahead and do it. Most people, a lot of people, when it comes to health and fitness and starting their fitness journey, they want, they're, they're very hesitant. They, they're not sure. They're scared. All the feelings that come with, from each of us who want to try something new. I, I encourage and inspire people to do something out of their comfort zone because that's ultimately where you're greatest results will come from so how did you feel before your first class um i actually went to another uh facility (gasps) (laughs) and but i wasn't seeing the results yes i Um, remember you telling me that yeah i i was a a yo-yo i would lose gain lose but i kept gaining more than anything so that's, I started looking elsewhere, and like I said, when I came, then I knew this was the place that would help me. What, what was it? What was it? Just the, the atmosphere, the attitude, um, and the family that belongs in this place. They're very inspirational, very motivated. Um, they don't give you, when you walk in, they don't look at you in a way like, you're going to join, you're going to do this. They help you from day one. I think a lot of a lot of the things that people love about this place is just the encouragement that we get from a lot of our clients. We're all in the same boat. I tell people all the time, look, whether you could do 100 push-ups or one push-up, we're all trying to get better in here. So if you can't do something, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't try because people will continue to encourage you. Because we, we inspire each other. So whether, whether you could do 100 burpees or no burpee, we're all in the same boat because we're all trying to improve. We're trying to get to that one burpee or the 101 burpee. So yes. we're all in it together. So after your first class, describe to me how you felt. <laughs> after the f- 15, first 15 minutes, I wanted to <laughs> walk out and say I can't do this. But I pushed along. And to mention, when I started 5 a.m., it was outside in the parking lot. Yes. In November. We were closed down inside, and we had our classes outside at 5 Mm a.m. How did it feel? Um, Honestly, I like cold, so it was perfect for me Um, because I get hot. I can be cold one minute, and two minutes later, I'll be hot. So it was a a pleasure for me to do it outside. (laughs) (laughs) So think about that for a second, everybody. Her first experience at MSF, it's outside in November at 5 a.m., cold as hell, uncomfortable, but she still pushed through. And I, I I tell this all the time to people, 
There's never going to be a perfect time for you to get started with your fitness journey. Never. It's either going to be uncomfortable, cold, hot, summer, winter, windy, rainy. There's never going to be a perfect time. So now is the perfect time. So when you, so after our first 5 a.m. class, how did you feel? I was very tired, out of breath. But after I relaxed I don't, two hours, I felt good and kept coming for more. Let me ask you this. This is, this is a question that I've always asked clients that's been with us for a long, long time. What advice would you give to people who are kind of struggling right now? Like they're trying to get started, but they can't because something else in life is slowing them down. How did you push through those soreness, those early mornings that you did not want to get up on a Tuesday or Thursday morning for the 5 a.m. class? The Saturday morning, maybe you were partying a little too much Friday night, and you're like, man, I don't want to get up tomorrow morning on a Saturday to boot camp. Or the rucking on Sundays where most people are sleeping and relaxing while you are out there with your 30-pound pack. Mm -hmm hiking, doing crazy stuff with, with, our, with our crew, what, would, what advice would you give those people? Um, honestly, I would just say you have to get your mind straight from the start. Um, until you decide, I really want to do this, is when you're going to do it. There's always obstacles, but you got to learn to jump over them. Um, because if you don't, then it's just going to set you back. There's always going to be obstacles in life. There's always going to be obstacles, whether it's work-related, family-related, relationship-related, weather-related, or whatever excuses are out there. You just have to push through it, right? Yes. What, what was the toughest part about your, the first two months of your journey? What was the toughest part, and how did you get through that? This is easy. It's easy to kind of talk about it now because you're you're in a zone right now. You're in your 14th month or 13th month, kicking butt, coming to the studio, working out is just a part of you now. But people who are just getting started, maybe even not two weeks in, three weeks in, what struggles were you going through, and how did you push through that? Um. Mainly it was, I guess, the stress that I had and the stress that I was having at the time, it was giving me different um, medical um, problems. And it wasn't mainly, you know, uh, blood pressure, any of that. Everything has been fine with that. It was more, I uh, developed eczema. I couldn't sleep. Um, I, in um, the bigger picture, I just wanted to get healthy for my family, my son, uh, my son does have a disability, and he I got to make sure I'm here for him for many years to come. So he was he's your number one motivator. Yes, he is. And this is the thing, people. I one of the most important factors when achieving any goal, whether it's fitness, relationship, professional goals, you have to have you have to have that one or two motivating factor that will push you beyond just the superficial factor factors. What I call superficial is, oh, I want to, or goals. 
I want to lose weight for the wedding. I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds because I want to fit in an outfit. I want to, I'm getting ready for my wedding. Something like that where it's, it's really going to be, once, once you achieve that, then what? You have to find an external motivational factor. Personally, if you don't know me, I'm motiv- I've been motivated all my life. And it's, and it's because of my parents. My parents have motivated me beyond I could ever imagine. Everything I've ever accomplished in my life, it's because of my parents. Seeing them struggle, seeing them push through just wanting a better life for them, their kids, it, it just motivated me like hell from the beginning. So for you, tell us a little bit about your son. Like how, how does he motivate you? Um, for my son, the disability he has, it's called hydrocephalus, and it's water in the brain where he has a shunt, a VP shunt from in his skull, in his brain, and it goes from the brain to, uh, it's a tube that goes into his neck, into his stomach, and it releases the water from the brain. And since he was a year old, he had that surgery, he had that device put in, and he, people that have hydrocephalus, they've always have um, migraine headaches. Never once have my son complained. So when someone tells me they can't do something because they have a headache, I just laugh. I'm like, my son gets up every morning, does what he has to do, and never complains about a headache. So just with that, the struggles he's been through, he's always been thrown um, curveballs, but he always seems to catch them and throw them right back. Just that has helped me realize that there is never um, an excuse for you not to do something. That's awesome. That's awesome. And for, for every listener out there, find that motivation, whether it's your son, your daughter, your kids, your parents, Find it, find it because, or to honor someone, you know, my dad passed away a few years ago. I've been honoring him since. I've been doing that all my life. Everything I've ever accomplished, I've always given thanks to my parents. And when he passed away, I ramped it up even more. So everybody out there, find that motivational factor, whoever it is. And you need someone. You need that person to motivate and inspire you because it's very easy to go work out at the park, to go hiking, to wake up for class if if you're feeling great. it's That's very easy. It's the days that you don't feel like working out, that it's cold, that's rainy, that you know you're going to be in pain after class. Those are the days that matter the most because those days are going to probably more than the better days, the easier days. So push through that. And honestly, on that, when you don't feel like working out is the day that you have your best workouts. Oh, people always ask me, what's the best type of workout, Mike? Well, it's the ones that you did not want to do. That's why I always have an awesome workout mm-hmm. because fe- the feeling the feeling of accomplishment I don't care what anyone says. It's it's very motivational. And the, the the accomplishment could be doing one burpee, doing a 10-minute hike, surviving a 1-hour ruck or 3 or 3. 
or doing a 5K, a 10K, every goal that you set for yourself that you achieve, it's great. And I call that positive stacking. Positive stacking. You start out at a goal here, you continue to stack your goal. And you want the goal to be a little tougher, to move forward a little bit more, to go upward, I mean. It's like getting a, a C in class, okay? In a class that's like, man, that was tough. I got a C. You know what? I'm going to try to do a better, better next time. Or if you were doing a 5K and you got X number of minutes, you know what? Next time I'm going to try to do a little better. And you have that goal. So kind of like you, right? Your first 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, Tell us what your what achievement you had today. I did two 90-pound bags. Yeah. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. But also, what did you tell me during class? You went uh, below? Uh, uh, 180. 180. So you're at 179 now. 179, And yes. you started at? 240. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dang. That's awesome. No, I mean, look, all of us... Like I said, we've, we've all, uh, you know, creating these, uh, these goals. Let's just continue to achieve it. Let's just continue and push through. Now, here's a couple more questions for you as we, as we continue with this podcast. What changes did you make with your fitness habits? Like, give us three factors. Like, most people, when they achieve what you've achieved in terms of losing weight you have to change something yes you do um honestly before i came here i was doing um diet plans a um, certain amount of food i was eating a day i there was one plan which i thought was kind of stupid but they kept telling me no try it and see if it works for you where as soon as i got up um in the morning to eat something and then eat every two hours which I said, okay, let me go ahead and try it. Well, no, that did not work for me. So I tried every diet plan that people would give me. Um, when I started at MSF, I went ahead and said, okay, I'm not going to do any diet plans, and I'm going to go at my own rate. I eat what I want, but in modifications. Um, I try to eat as healthy as I can, but yes, there's days that I go off the plan, but I make sure I don't continue eating bad. And now, then, oh. go, go ahead, go ahead. No, and also, I mean, if I eat bad, what I try to do is like if we go somewhere to a hamburger stand, if I'm going to eat French fries, I don't get the bread. If I want bread, I don't get French fries. So I alternate different things on how to um, make sure that I don't eat a really, really bad meal. <laughs> Modification, moderation is the key to any successful nutritional plan. The second you cut something off totally, most people cannot sustain that. So you're setting yourself up for failure. Now, if you know that you cannot control eating or drinking something, just don't have it at your damn house. Mm -hmm. Like when people tell me, Mike, I just got to have my wine every night. Well, don't have your wine at, at home because that's what's causing you to continue gaining weight or... 
Mike, I gotta, I gotta have, I gotta have my my tortillas or my bread. Well, if you can only have one a day, or every other day, if you can control that, then yes, have it at home. But if you cannot, do not have it at home. And when you do go out, moderation. What did you say about how you you modified your burger? If I want bread then I don't have French fries. If I want French fries, I don't have the bread. So, Big sacrifice, huh? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, now, um, bread, it really, it, I have to be really in the mood to have it. Um, because now that I cut that out, and I mean, I eat it, like last night I had a hamburger with bread. But I, um, what I do is, um, it, it fills me up fast now. Got now it. that I don't eat it a lot. So you've given us some tips on the nutritional habits that you changed throughout the last 13 months. How about your fitness? Like obviously you're coming here two to three times a week for boot camp. You're doing the rucking. You, you go to the, the gym and do cardio on the Stairmaster. I've seen you. What what other what other things have you done to just continue this successful journey? Just keep my mind straight, and I um, just keep continuing to do it. I mean, even the days that I do go to the gym, sometimes I go hard, sometimes I don't. It just depends on how I feel. If I had a hard class the day before, I go very light the next day at the gym. But I keep that out. I do an hour a day. Seven days a week. Yes. What, what, what got you to do that? <laughs> uh, now I have to do it because when I don't do it, I feel awful. <laughs> I have no energy for the day. And then I feel guilty. And then plus my watch will tell me, your exercise, you're usually uh, ahead of the exercise. You still have time. So it kind of gives me motivation to go to and do it. No, that, that's awesome because once you, and, and I give this example to people, your fitness journey or your wellness journey, health journey, whatever you want to call it, weight loss journey, it's, it's very similar to a plane when it takes off. When a plane takes off, it uses up the most energy, right, mm -hmm. to get off the ground. It's, gravity's pulling, so it takes a lot of energy a lot of gas to climb. You climb, climb, climb. You get to the certain elevation. You cruise, right? Yes. And cruising means, it doesn't mean that you got to go easy because the plane still has to function at its best to be able to cruise at that direction. So you're at that level now that it's just a part of you. We have so many clients here that's been with us for so long, you know, especially the 5 a.m. class. Joe, Linda Panino, Lily, they've been with us for 11-plus years. Tons of our PT clients that Adina trains, they've been with us so long. It, it truly inspires me and inspires Adina to continue our very best to provide for these people because they rely on us. 5 a.m. class, you know you're going to get a good, awesome workout. All the classes that Adina, that Adina uh, teaches, the Saturday morning class, the rucking, 
we all motivate each other. We all motivate each other. And that's what, that's what makes this place pretty special, right? Yes. So we're going to wind down here. La- my last question is give just talk to the people out there that that wants to get started with exercise but just don't know how to what what advice would you give them to just continue plugging along and 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 pushing to hopefully get started and once they get started how do they maintain it um, what advice would you give them? First of all, like I said, always get your, see the reasons on why you want to do it and make sure that it's all for the right reasons, your health, um, your motivation of who you want. First of all, it needs to be for you. Second of all, then if there's someone else you want to do it for, then you do it and just keep um, moving along. Find a place that you like to go to, um, even if it's not at a fitness center, just outside walking, running. I'm not a runner, so I can't, I don't like to do that. I rather do cardio, um, just moving around different things. I like to do different things. Just find something. And once you find something, then keep push and do something else. Do something that's out of your comfort zone and just continue to do that. The rucking was out of your comfort zone, correct? Very. The first time I went, December 30th, 31st, I believe, New Year's Eve. I, When you told me about it, I said, okay. The day when it came, I was like, what did I get myself into? But let me go ahead and do it. And I started off with 15 pounds. And it was an experience I have. I've never really been an outside person. Um, I have my my phobias about being outside and it and it's mainly just dirt and <laughs> I don't like to sweat but I Those uh, days are over now. Yeah, very, very. And went and did it. And that night, I mean, I was so tired that I didn't even go out for New Year's Eve because I didn't think I had the strength to go out. <laughs> but it was an eye opener and it I really liked it. I like um uh, what is it? Uh, strength. I like to challenge myself and I've always been like that. And it always comes down to, because I'm a middle child. So I always had to work for everything. Yeah. You know, the oldest child got everything in his hand, their hands. And me, when it came to myself, I had to work for it because they were like, we already did it. Then the, uh, my brother, the youngest, he always got something cause he was the baby. So I've always been that independent on my own, and I just like the challenges. It is a pleasure <laughs> having you in the studio. You've motivated a lot of people, and you, cont- you will continue to motivate everybody around you. And I'm thankful and glad that you found your reason to continue your health and fitness journey because ultimately once we find that it truly is it's not just about ourselves now yes you want to do it for yourself first but when you have another reason to want to improve every day 
and to continue your journey, it's great to have that motivational factor and, and your son's that person. So, so that's awesome. And, and on a side note, I, I saw, I was doing my more, my midday ruck the other day. And then I see this kid looking at me like, I was like, who's this kid? He's thinking like, he's going to talk crap to me or something. And then as we got closer, I was like, Oh, that's Christina's son. So, so he was there exercising out there too on, you know, middle of the day. Yes. He was. That's that's awesome. But thank you for being our first guest with the 801 Mentality Podcast. It wasn't so bad, right? <laughs> no. Thank you for having me. And it's uh, very, um, I love it that I'm actually the first person to to record this. And um, no, it. I'm still, I'm nervous, but it got a lot better after we kept talking. I can be nice at times <laughs> for 30 minutes during an interview. All right, Christina, have a great day and continue your awesome journey. Thank you. Signing out.